Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help you succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bone with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Martijn Van Tilburg. His gift is moving the world in which we live and forward to the next level. Therefore, he pushes others to be innovative and to create a better world for themselves. This value has driven Martijn to create different companies, including Four Rivers Media, Kudu Publishing, and The Leverage Group. Martijn is a strategic marketing architect and consultant for countless large organizations as well as high-level individuals and has also launched many of his own products successfully. He is an author, a speaker, and always looking to create the next big thing in different niches in which he works. He is married to his wife, Amy, and has three sons, a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law, all residing in Orlando. Martine, it's a pleasure and a delight to have you back on the Dream Out Loud podcast. Man, that was a mouthful right there. That's a long introduction. Always good to be on this podcast, Chris. Always good to see you. I'm excited. Well, we know that you do several things, but today our focus is going to be on publishing books. We know that you have uh, had a great run with, with publishing so many books, helping people publish their books, and a lot of guests keep asking, how do I get involved? How do I do that? So before we actually get into the podcast today, we want maybe somebody out there that um, there's something that they don't know about you today that you could reveal to us. Uh, I'm sure most of our audience is already familiar with you, but maybe there's something that you could tell us about you that we haven't already said. Wow. Okay. So this can be anything random or anything. Or how, anything. <laughs> All right. Well, a very little known fact about me is that my nose doesn't work. <laughs> That's true. My nose does not work. It doesn't smell. So, you know, that has its good, good things and bad things. <laughs> But, yeah, that's one thing that most people don't know. I don't talk about it often, but since you asked, I thought I'll I'll let you and everybody who's listening know that my nose is defected. Wow. Well, can you taste probably? You can taste different foods and all I get? I taste everything fine. I'm drinking a nice cup of coffee here, as you can see. Okay. And it tastes like it used to taste back when I used to smell things. So Wow. Yeah. Well, so there you have it. There we go. Now we have something that nobody knew before. At least I didn't Another know. thing. Another thing. Um, ironically, now we're talking about publishing today, right? Uh, right. And and that's one of the things that I do professionally to help people get published. But I'm actually a very reluctant reader. If mm. I read 25, 30 books in my lifetime, it's going to be a lot. Now, we're, well, I'm sure we're going to go into it. <laughs> I know this sounds really weird, right? So we talk about publishing, getting your message out. Uh-huh. I'm not saying I don't consume content, but when it comes to reading, reading, uh-huh. like words on paper, that's something I do very little of, but I do consume a lot of content. Maybe yeah. we can elaborate on that a little bit okay. further on. Well, <laughs> that's your niche that we've been talking about here, a very special niche that you have, that you're able to help people actually get out of what's in them and get that into the printing. So that's what our guests are listening for today. And guys, you're you're going to be honored so much today by able to hear the wisdom and the knowledge of Martine because he has helped so many people to actually do what you've been asking us to put on our platform of how do I get started in writing a book. So today we're going to dive into this thing and really help answer the questions that you have and then, of course, make a way that you can connect with Martine at the end of the podcast because you guys have been asking for this. So here it is. We're here to please and to serve, and we want to make sure you have the content that you need. So um, tell us a little bit about what got you inspired about helping people publish their books? Yeah, so uh, 
interesting story a, a very good question actually because you know i like i told you i'm a reluctant leader i've always been i kind of like faked my my whole high school when i had the put in these, these book reports and I was just stealing content from other students and kind of making it my own. And I was really bullcrapping through, through high school when it came to the reading part. Um, but something really interesting happened when I was about 17 years old, I think, 17, 18. I came to my room one night, I sat down and it was like the Holy Spirit fell on me and I started writing. And I wrote my first book sitting behind my desk. This was like actual pen on paper back in the day. And I wrote it in one stretch, which was a very, very strange experience. It was called The Move of the Spirit. And um, I, I took these writings to one of my mentors. And it, this was back in the Netherlands where I grew up. And my mentor, his name was Jaap. We all have one-syllable names back in Holland. A lot of people, you know, Jaap was his name. And um, he was one of the main ministers in my country, and he was mentoring me for a season. And I took these papers to him. I said, man, look at this. I just sat down. I wrote it. I'm not a reader. Apparently, I'm a writer, which I didn't know. Uh And he's like, man, this is really good stuff. And I remember him sitting behind his computer, and computers were kind of new those days. And he typed out my whole manuscript behind his computer and helped me edit it. And then we produced, you know, a limited number of copies. He took him with him on the road as he was preaching, speaking different churches. Mm -hmm. And um, he was selling it with his books. He was kind of like a career writer, written 20 books or something. And then one of those little books was my book. Mm -hmm. So he sold it on the road. And I remember one day I came home and there was this uh, handwritten letter from an elder out of a church in the north of the Netherlands where I'm from. And, And this letter basically was explaining to me how my book had impacted this person, his ministry, and the church that he was part of. Now, I never heard of this name, this guy. I didn't know who he was, never spoken to him. But somehow that book traveled to the north of my country, to this little church where this man picked it up, bought it, and read it, and now it impacted his ministry. Mm. And he took the time and effort to write me this letter to to tell me that. And I'm like, oh, my word. I started to understand the power of content, the power of information. And if we can put information in a format that others can consume outside of my proximity, uh, that's that's a powerful thing. So I became fascinated with content. And for me, um, you know, over the years, Content has become way, way, way bigger than just printing books mm-hmm. um, because people consume content in multiple formats. People read, listen, watch, participate, attend. These are all different vehicles that we can utilize to package information. But that day I found out the power of information, yeah. that right information to the right person at the right time can shift the trajectory of people's lives and add so much value to them. So that always stuck with me. And, and later on in life, when I, you know, try to figure out what to do with my life, that became a burden to me. And I realized that God has given a lot of information, yeah. has given a lot of people messages that kind of live inside of people and oftentimes don't even come out. And, you know, I just made it my goal to uh, help people mine that information and put it in formats for wow. others to consume. And that's kind of like the origin story of, of that. Wow. 
That's amazing. When you was sharing that story, I remember about eight years ago, I had a lady to write me because she bought one of my books from Goodwill in another state across the country and ended up buying a ton of books, just bought over a hundred books uh, by that one purchase at, uh, at Goodwill out in Nevada, I think it was. So we never know. And I love the concept of you talking about, we don't know what's inside of us and who it's going to bless at what time and people sometimes we don't even meet. So out of the, all the books that you've helped people publish over the course of time, uh, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Tell me a title of one or two of those books that really pop out in your mind as you begin to think about those that you've really helped write and put their thoughts onto paper and into a book form. Yeah, so two stories come to mind. One of this, well, first of all, so when, when I just started my company, we weren't a publishing company yet. Right. Um, but somehow, uh, and I don't know why, I think, it, you know, God orchestrates things and makes you aware of something that you're supposed to do in life through these prophetic context clues, I guess. Um, but I remember uh, working with Dr. Sam Chand on, you know, one of his books about a decade ago, well, probably more like seven, eight years ago, called Bigger, Faster Leadership. And we did an amazing book launch. And those days, um, in those days, we uh, just helped a lot of Christian publishers, helped helped them launch their book for their authors. And I remember back in the day, Dr. Chant was published by Thomas Nelson, who was one of the bigger Christian publishers in the world. And they hired me because Dr. Chant said, hey, work with Martijn on this book launch. And we created probably the most out-of-the-box campaign we've ever created for any book launch mm. that's highly, highly, highly successful. And still today, when I travel and consult with people, they bring up that campaign. As a matter of fact, I was in OKC last week mm-hmm. uh, consulting with, with a church and a business guy uh, in OKC. And they brought it up. And they brought out that book, Bigger, Faster Leadership, yeah. that they bought as part of that campaign. And uh, it's just fun to see. The other one, uh, which was actually at a very pivotal moment in our business, um, my business partner at the time, Matt Green, he's still part of our team, but at that point he was a business partner that I kind of did certain projects with. And this was right around the time that the iPad came out. Remember those days? Yes. Suddenly somebody walking around with tablets. But there was an impact on the publishing in- industry when that happened because suddenly Kindle came out with a Kindle Fire and everybody was carrying these tablets around and these publishers that we were already working with they were freaking out because there was now this demand on what they called e-publishing and nobody figured out how to create e-books and i remember getting phone calls from these publishers like how does your company help converting our printed books into e-books so i i do what i do i google it right because that's the best teacher you can find anything you want to want to know is found through google and I found a step-by-step document on how to turn, you know, content into eBooks and distribute it on those platforms, Kindle, Nook, iBooks, you know, those kind of platforms. So I remember sitting there with uh, with Matt one day for lunch at Smoky Bones, eating you know, some barbecue, and we were kind of laughing about these publishers, like these were the big dogs that were coming to us, asking us who didn't know anything, small little player in the market. Uh, how to create ebooks, and we basically just googled it, and we're like, "Why don't they Google it? Right? They can do it too." And here we are producing all these ebooks for these major companies, and we're just kind of laughing and thinking, "Oh man, what 
what an idiot. What, why can't they figure it out? They have Google. And then like, wow, we can do such a better job than how they are doing it as a publisher. And then it got awkwardly quiet. And, and we look at each other and we realize, why don't we? And we decided during that lunch, we're going to start a publishing company. And the name of that publishing company was Kudu Publishing. And, um, but we had to find our first book, which still today is still one of the most remarkable books we've ever published. Mm -hmm. This was right at the time when uh, Mitt Romney ran for president the first time mm. when he just announced a run for the primaries. And as many of you know, he's, he is of Mormon faith. And we had another client. His name was Andrew Jackson. Uh, not the president because he's long gone. Uh, but Andrew Jackson had written a book with Lifeway on Mormonism and he had just gotten his rights back. And so I called my client, Andrew. I said, hey, listen, that, that book on Mormonism, can we take that content and reframe it in context of the Mormon faith of Mitt Romney? He's like, I'd be glad to collaborate with you guys on that. So we published the book on the Mormon faith of Mitt Romney right when he announced he run for the primaries. I think we had like 40,000 Kindle downloads on that one. It was our first book we ever published. And it was just a remarkable experience. If you go to Amazon, Google the Mormon faith of Mitt Romney, you'll still see sitting there. I think it was in 2011, 12 years ago. And uh, it was just a whole memorable experience that kind of came out of that lunch from uh, at Smoky Bones. And, wow. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. So over the course of time, uh, in the last decade or so that you've been really helping people get what's the content out of them, get that on paper, get it into a book form, about how many people do you think, how many authors have you helped to actually publish their book? Oh, you know what? I lost track a long time ago, but I can you tell you this. Since beginning of 2022, we started logging mm -hmm. every publishing project that we complete. Uh, and when I say publishing product, it, it it can be something different than a book. It could be an online course, a program, or, you know, whatever it is that we're publishing. So any media format. Uh, last year we did 200. Uh, this year we're already almost at 200. So we'll probably end up doing about 300. Um, any data from before last year, I don't really have, but... It's, wow. I, I imagine it's, it's, it's going to have to be close to a thousand by now. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Well, if you're just turning into the Dream Out Loud podcast, we're sitting down with Martijn Van Tilburg, and you guys have been asking, how do I get started publishing a book? And today we're sitting down and just really getting the nuts and bolts of this so that you can now live your dream by publishing that book. So Martijn, I know that some of our listeners today would have the very simple question of how do I get started? What would you say to them? How do I get started? This is always a big question, right? It's a different answer for different people. Uh, you know, we've actually created a little questionnaire online when you go to dreamreleasermedia.com. Dreamreleasermedia.com. You just go to your computer or your phone and you fill that out in your browser. It takes you to a little assessment. That assessment asks you some pointed question on what lives on the inside of you. What is this message? Mm -hmm. Where are you in the process? Where are you getting stuck? What is your biggest obstacle? Um, you know, tell us a little bit more about that message and the audience that you serve. And basically that assessment outputs some results that we can review and kind of make 
recommendations. Mm -hmm. uh, some people haven't started writing. They've been walking around in their head with this message for sometimes over a decade. I mean, oftentimes people say, man, I intend to write this book for over 10 years and still haven't done it. Uh, there are ways that we can help you. There's mm -hmm. author coaching. There's ghost writing. Uh, you know, there's developmental editing. There's all these different levels of editorial help that we offer our customers. And, you know, it all depends on where you're in the process, mm -hmm. how much time you can commit yourself. Some people, it's not a good idea to write a book themselves. First of all, they're probably not wired that way. Yeah. Uh, but even if they were, um, you know, there's a lot of people we work with that have extremely busy lives and it's just not the best use of their time to sit behind a computer for a week to write that book or a month for that matter. So we always look at people's individual situation and tailor a project blueprint that's based on, um, you know, their situation, how they're wired, what they prefer, mm -hmm. how much time they can commit, even their budget, right? So what are the variables? And based on those variables, we customize it. So when you go to dreamreleasermedia.com, uh, it will take you through those. I think it's about 12 questions. It takes you about seven minutes to fill it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of it, you actually get a free copy of my book at the end of it. And I'll ship it to you. It's called Unleashed, How to Turn Your Message into Impact. And um, you know, it will give you a lot of practical keys as well. Um, so you'll get that just for filling that out. And uh, yeah, so if people say, hey, where do I start? I don't know. <laughs> but fill out that little questionnaire and I can tell you exactly what okay. where you could yeah yeah you mentioned something as well and I know this has been some of our viewers question as well is what if I'm not a good writer and you had mentioned that you guys can also help write their books ghost writers I'm assuming you get some notes from them so uh tell our audience a little bit about how that works if they they say you know I got this inside of me but I don't know how to put it in a book form how would you good... assist them yeah, so, so we probably do a dozen ghost-written books, which means every word written in that book our team provides. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I, you know, some people might think, well, if it's my book, why should somebody else write it? Is it still my book? Well, I'm telling you, a lot of the big-time authors that are out there use ghostwriters. Right. Some of the highest-level people that you know of use ghostwriters. As a matter of fact... The, 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 you know, when God had a vision, remember that when God had a vision and a message and he decided, you know what, let's get the message out. Let's spread that good news. And he chose as a strategy to write a book. Mm -hmm. What did he use? He used ghostwriters, right? He found, he found a bunch of ghostwriters to, to write 66 books, yeah. to bundle them together into this library called the Bible. And he didn't say, hey, come on, John, that doesn't really sound like me. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say it like that. So sometimes we just got to over, over, stop overthinking, uh, yeah. you know, why ghostwriting is not a good solution because, you know, God did it. Uh, Moses didn't do it necessarily in writing, but he did it verbally. Mm -hmm. Like he used Aaron as his mouthpiece, which is sort of like the same thing. I speak on your behalf. Yeah. Who's mo who's, whose message was it? Was it Moses' message or Aaron's message? Well, it was still Moses' message. So ghostwriting basically means we'll assign a writer that picks your brain either through Zoom or that person might come your way for a week and sit down every morning that week to yeah. conduct interviews to kind of 
mine that information. Good thing about that is um, that Ghostwriter will probably ask you questions that you don't even ask yourself if you were to write it all yourself. Yeah. And it deepens the content significantly because somebody is actually in front of you asking that extra question to pull out that extra piece of right. gold yeah. that will be integrated in the message. So, um, again, different types of ghost writers. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, we can literally write every word in a book if you are willing to sit down and collaborate with whoever's assigned to that project. There you go. So options. People have options of writing the book. And I think a lot of our viewers don't realize that there are options out there. They have something inside of them, but they don't feel like they're a good writer. So this is another really generic question that has come into us as well to ask you, uh, how long does it take? And I know that's a very generic question because I'm sure it depends on the person, how much time. But on average, what would you say is the average length from beginning that they reach out to you to the time they can hold their book in their hand? What is a good average time that they could do that? From from first draft manuscript, I'm going to say first draft manuscript doesn't mean it has to be perfect. Still going to go through four editorial rounds on our end mm-hmm. before we go to print. Um, but sixty to ninety days um, is is typical. We've done much faster. Mm-hmm. We've done slower because some of sometimes you know if I send you the edited files and you don't respond in four weeks then that's going to be the bottleneck for that project. So, but 60 to 90 days okay. is, is pretty typical. Yeah. And you know, the, the big question that everybody asks is about how much is this going to cost me? And I know that you have so many different products, so many different services that may be very difficult to answer. That's one of them that yeah. they brought through is about how much would it cost me? So maybe just to get started, what would it cost somebody that, that knows that they have a book, they have their, you know, the manuscript that they've already kind of written out about what does it cost for somebody to actually produce that book? Yeah. I, I think the question should be how much should this book make me not cost me? Uh-huh. And, you know, I can tell you this, if you, if you work with us and you kind of follow our coaching on how to position that book in mm-hmm. context of yeah. everything else in your world, that book can generate significantly more to whatever that investment is. Now, obviously, there's a lot of variables. Like if you need a ghostwriter, that's expensive. Yeah. Like a good ghostwriter, you know, $20,000, $25,000 sometimes to ghostwrite a book the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to cut corners there. Right. Um, but your typical publishing package uh, sometimes it's free, depending on how many copies you print. Mm-hmm. If you have a solid audience and you think you can move two, three thousand copies, chances are we're not even gonna charge you for the publishing part. So again, there's a lot of variables involved, but the real question is how much can this book right. make? Because why do you write a book? There's many reasons. Um, you know, for me personally, I don't try to be a best-selling author. I just want to make sure that the books that I write get into hands of the right people so that um, those books can open doors for other things. Right. So so this book, for example, I remember um, I put it on Amazon. Some bishop from a denomination picked it up, read it, and this bishop uh, bought then a dozen more books for his team. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know this was happening, right? I heard this afterwards gave it to his team. Then he gives me a call one day. Say, Hey, read your book. By the way, my team read your book and we'd like to invite you for a two hour zoom call. 
and uh, maybe you can unpack some of these principles that you teach in this book. I said, sure, I'll do that. So I did a two-hour Zoom call with their team. I answered questions. They wrote me a check for a couple thousand dollars to do this Zoom call. So I think that's nice. Then I got a call. He says, man, we really need you to come to our office to spend a day with us to develop strategy. Mm -hmm. So I did that, spent a day with them. They gave me a $5,000 check to do that. And then they said, why don't you write us a proposal what this could look like on a practical level and, and help us execute on that blueprint that you created. So I did that. Long story short, this ended up being a $200,000 project that we helped the denomination with. Yeah. So, yeah, how much does it cost to publish a book becomes very quickly very irrelevant in context of what I just described. Yeah. It's all about how do you position this book in context of everything else that exists in your world and how can I make sure that the time, energy, and money put into this is going to positively impact everything else. Right. So if you want to get more speaking gigs, for example, you want to make sure that your book is positioned that you sell more book, you get more speaking gigs. Like how can you create that alignment? And I think that's where we help our authors best. That's where we distinguish ourselves from a lot of other publishers out there. Mm -hmm is we think about the bigger picture of, of your brand, your ecosystem. And, and so many times authors come out with their book and they look at this book as a silo that kind of exists in its own world, mm -hmm. sell the heck out of it for a month or two, and then you know move on to the next thing. I'm more interested in what this book can do for me over right. the next decade right. and, and help you know, the, put the time, energy, and money in, in it, not just to elevate this book, but everything else, you know, you know, where our offices are in front of a lake, you can't really elevate the water level on the, in the center of the lake mm -hmm. and make it sustainable, right? Because it will go back to the level. I'm interested in this. And if you're smart and if you're strategic, you can position that message in such a way in context of everything else that the success of the book will lead to the success of yeah. the bigger brand. And and that's where I think we we are very strong because ultimately, you know, we want to turn your message into impact, which means reach more people and make more money. Right. Because money is needed to expand your your mission. Yeah. So yeah. One of, one of the things I really love about your company, Martine, is that it's not just publishing. You also help them with workbooks. You also help them with master classes. You have a bunch of different services that can go along with the book to really create wealth. And uh, that's one of the things I think that people in looking at, at publishing books, that's what they're looking to do. What are the services you offer in the publishing side other than the, the just the book itself, uh, those things I've mentioned? Yeah, I always say it's not about the book, it's all about the message and whatever it takes to get that message to the people that God had in mind when he gave you that message is that all that matters, right? You want to reach as many people as possible with that message. Yeah. So, like I'm a reluctant le reader, um, you know, you can send me 100 books, chances are I'm not going to read them. But if that book's in audio format, yeah. you're increasing your chances of me reading your book that way or if you're sending me video content i might consume it that way so like i said before people read but they also watch they listen 
they participate, they attend. Um, The number of events that we've done around book titles is incredible. Um, It's just how do you package that information to make it consumable in different formats, but also different price points. Um, I remember when we, uh, I just mentioned it, the bigger, faster leadership um, book launch that we did with Dr. Chan. Yeah, it was a book. But did you know that we gave the book away for free? We moved a lot of units because we gave them away for free. But on the tail end of that transaction, uh, we offered a five-week masterclass journey with the author, Dr. Sam Chan. Uh, I think it was like an $89 product. Then on the tail end of that, we say, hey, listen, if you're enrolled in this masterclass, you're probably a leader. And if you're a leader, you're probably a team, have to have a team. And why do this alone? Check this box and add your team to also participate, add another $100 to it. So now we got a free book, an $89 product, $100 upgrade to, to your whole team. Then we said, hey, why don't you, en- why don't you enroll in- for 30 days in the Sam Chan Leadership Institute? Then we upsold that into a $1,200 transaction for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually did a three-day event in Panama. I think you were there. Yes. Remember that? Amazing, yes. Yeah, so we went to the Panama Canal because Bigger, Faster Leadership was all about lessons learned from the builders of the Panama Canal. So we did a three-day summit in Panama, Panama City, yeah. at the Panama Canal, behind the scenes, uh, go to the canals, touch the boats. We were up close and personal with the whole operation there. Uh, High ticket price event. So now we're like, you know, four or five products in, suddenly the $20 that I would have made on a book becomes very insignificant in context of everything else that we're selling. And so, yeah, how creative can you get to package information across these different formats and create experiences that people are willing to pay for um, that, you know, increase the impact. The beautiful thing with this particular campaign is, and my daughter can, uh, Alison, some of you might know Alison, has an incredible talk about what she calls democratizing content. Mm -hmm. She basically explains, and she uses the bigger, faster leadership, uh, the book launch strategy as an example, so because we gave away the book for free, it went to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And we basically removed the obligation to pay money for the content. But the people who could afford to pay for the other things subsidized everybody who couldn't, right? Right. So now we made more money while reaching more people because the other people funded the mission to get the message to people who right. could not afford it. Right. And so that's the power of, of democratizing content where, yeah, you know, we, we make it accessible for more people than if we were to sell it at a regular yeah. price. Yeah. And that's just amazing to see. Yeah. Where, you know, that specific campaign, we impacted 11,000 people um, that because we offered something free. Right. And, um, you know, those people would have never been impacted if we made it five bucks, right? Right. So, yeah, those kind of strategies, I think, sets us apart from other companies that do similar things and uh, reach more people 
and and generate revenues to fuel the mission that God had in mind when he gave you that message. Yeah. Well, Dream Releaser audience, you asked for it. How do I get started writing a book? So we have taken a day out just to sit down with uh, Martijn Van Tilburg. He is uh, one that will help get you there, not just get you there, but help you exceed any of your expectations of ever writing your book. You've heard several different options that you have. You've heard all kinds of different strategies, different ways to grow what that dream is inside of you. So Martin, we want them to be able to reach out to you. What is the best way for them to contact you, your company, so they can get this survey, answer those 12 questions and get the dream out of inside of them onto paper? Where do they contact you? Yeah, yeah. Again, dreamreleasermedia.com, that goes directly to my inbox. My team also gets a copy of that uh, assessment. I, I get to see and I read through everyone that fills that out. Um, so me or somebody else will reach out to you and set up a call. In fact, when you submit it, you can set up a call right there on the confirmation yeah. screen. So so that's one thing. The other thing is Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Reach out to me. I'll connect. Ask me a question. I'll answer it. Yeah. And uh, I just like to, you know, be uh, mentally poked there you go. with questions, and I like to answer them. Well, yeah. The Bible says we're destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Today, you've given a ton of knowledge out to our listeners that just keep asking those questions about publishing a book, writing a book. So now it's up to you to dream out loud and to really, really, really put your faith into action now to see where this thing is going to go. He just gave you the link to reach out to him, his company. Fill out that 12-step piece, just that little bit to find out where you're at, what you need to do to make those next moves. And I know that you will never regret the day that you published your first book. Martine, thank you so much for being a part of the Dream Out Loud podcast and for really giving the answers straightforward to those that's been asking so many questions. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thank you, Chris. We hope this podcast with Martine Van Tilburg has helped you to D-O-L. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out more about other products and resources that you heard about today, simply visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Until next week, we'll have more inspirational topics right here on the DOL, the Dream Out Loud podcast.